to Elevated. I am so excited for this week's episode and that is because it is about proteins. So if you joined the episode last week, we talked about carbohydrates and basically kind of the beginning um, explanation of what they are and how they work and like why we need to eat them. So this week um, on proteins, we're going to be basically doing the same thing. So let's just jump right into that. And that's going to be explaining what a protein is. So protein is the basic building blocks for our cells, tissues, muscles, everything, right? So we have protein in our hair, our nails, um, cells, tissues, um, eating protein. It helps with repair our muscles and our cells, our immune system, everything like that. So just like a carb molecule, proteins also have four grams, I'm sorry, four calories per gram of that. So that's if you're going to be measuring out your food and counting your macros, you would count four calories per gram of protein. Same as carbohydrates, four calories per gram of a carb. So um, let's talk about what makes up a protein molecule, and that is amino acids. So amino acids, the definition of that is basically the building blocks of the protein organic molecule, right? So we have 22 amino acids. 13 of those our body makes for us, right? So those are going to be considered the non-essential acids, like the amino acids. Nine of those, we consider those to be the essential amino acids. And you might ask, okay, well, why? That's because we don't make those in our body. So those are essential. We have to get those from our food. Whereas the non-essential ones that our body makes, we still need to eat those and we still need to get those, but they're not as essential as the ones that we might get from meat or vegetables, um, legumes, anything like that, because our body doesn't make those amino acids. Okay, so that's the difference between the non-essential amino acids and the essential amino acids. And you might also hear the abbreviation for essential amino acids as EAAs, okay? And that's basically what it means, essential amino acids. And so where can we find protein? Protein is going to be, majority of it is going to be in your meats, your grains, like whole grains as we talked about in last week's episode, some of your vegetables, your legumes, like beans and everything. And those are going to also be rich in fiber as far as your legumes go, um, as well as grains. But we can find protein in all three of those. And um, so that's where we're going to be able to find those to incorporate into our diet. You know, um, so a nice lean steak, um, some ground turkey, a chicken breast. That's going to be um, some of the main like meats that I eat to get protein. And you can also um, find a lot of it in fish as well as a lot of um, good fatty acids you can find in fish seafood as well. So um, let's talk about what happens when you don't have enough protein, right? So we talked about how protein makes up our skin, muscles, nails, hair, everything, right? So what happens when you don't have enough all of those things start to become fragile or they start breaking down. So let's say I went on a diet and my proteins were just super low. 
So I would notice that my nails will start to become really flimsy and fragile. You might notice a lot of breakage or tearing on your nails. They might chip really easily. Um, with your hair, you might notice that your hair is splitting a lot or might even have some hair loss or just thinning of your hair. It's not as thick and, you know, um, elastic or if that's even a word, I'm not a hairdresser as it used to be. Um, but the point of that is saying is that you're going to notice that those are going to become more fragile and break a lot easier. Um, with your skin, you might notice that it's drier or you might notice that it is maybe a little patchy or it, it tends to crack because it doesn't have that elasticity from the protein basically fueling that skin to repair itself. So it's going to not be as smooth as it was before. So when you have enough protein on the opposite end of that spectrum, you're going to notice that your hair is going to be thicker, fuller. It might have a better shine to it. And then your nails, they're going to be thicker. They might grow quicker and they're not going to bend as easily. And that's something that I've noticed with my own nails is that once I, you know, a couple years ago, I started incorporating a lot more protein into my diet. I noticed that my nails were growing quicker and they're very thick. Like I can push on my nail and it doesn't bend as easily as it would if I were to not be eating as much protein or enough protein as I am currently. Um, my hair, I felt like that was growing a lot quicker. It had a much fuller and healthier look to it. It wasn't splitting as easily. And there's a lot more that goes into taking care of your hair and nails than just eating protein. So obviously refer to your um, cosmetologist or your beautician hairstylist for that because I'm not certified in that aspect. But um, a lot of difference in that. And going off of the hair and nails, I kind of want to jump into collagen and taking it and what that does and what it is so collagen is something that's that's the protein that is majority making up your skin hair and nails right so vital proteins that is a protein that I take which is the collagen they have flavored unflavored um really whatever you can do with that but it's the collagen peptides which is a really good type of collagen you can take and um I get the unflavored it's great to add into your smoothies um, or if you prefer drinking it, you can get a flavored kind. I think they do like lemon, maybe chocolate or berry, um, vanilla, something like that. But that's a good protein that you can incorporate in your everyday diet to um, help build up the you know, endurance on your skin, your hair, your nails, um, all of that. So that is basically what collagen is and what it does is it's just basically the majority of it is that's the major protein that makes up all of that good stuff right so um another popular protein is whey protein now whey is a dairy protein so if you have are you lactose intolerant or if you have um, a certain type of sensitivity to that, you might want to look into taking a different type of protein, a plant-based protein, um, a pea protein, something like that, um, where it's not going to hurt your stomach or upset anything if you are um, sensitive to dairy. So let's talk about how we 
get a whey protein, right? Because that's it's dairy, but the whey protein is powdered. So let's talk about how we get that. So they take the milk from a cow and they're going to add enzymes into that. So it's going to be processed and um, separated. So, and this is also how they make cheese. Okay, so um, they take the enzymes, add them into the milk, and then it separates. So you have the whey and then you have the curd from the milk that separates. So they take the whey and then they're going to pasteurize it, purify it, process it and everything, make sure it's clean, good enough to use. And then they're going to dry it and um, make it into a powder. And that's how we get the whey protein. And then, you know, if you're using a protein powder, they're going to add flavoring and possibly some stevia or sucralose into it to sweeten it up to make it better for you to taste. But um, I'm sure you can get whey protein just by itself. I personally haven't looked for it just by itself. I use protein powder, um, specifically the whey. I have tried plant-based protein. I personally don't like it. It's a little bit grainy for me. Um, it could just be the brand that I tried. But um, again, those are two choices of different types of proteins you can take. It's the plant-based versus whey. And there's other types too. You just have to look into it and what you want and what you prefer um, for your diet and also what your body can handle. So the next thing that I want to jump into is anabolic versus catabolic. So we look at protein. Protein is anabolic. So you might see recipes if you're looking for something to change in your diet. You might see anabolic um, spaghetti or anabolic um, BLT or anabolic mac and cheese or something like that. So that's basically where they're making it a very high protein instead of like a high carb, low protein. So anabolic is basically building muscle. Catabolic is breaking down muscle. So basically, if you follow an anabolic recipe, it's going to have a very high protein versus a high carb versus a low protein um macro list basically um not sure how else to explain that in kind of an understandable way if you don't know anything about that um but muscle is made up of protein protein is made up of amino acids and um protein is anabolic okay um, so the next thing that I want to talk about is some of my favorite protein, um, items or foods, whatever you want to say, um, that I like to incorporate in my weekly diet. I don't say every day because I don't eat every single one of these or drink every single one of these every day, um, but they're definitely in my weekly diet. And the first thing I want to talk about is different meats that I eat. So chicken, turkey, shrimp, fish is really good. Um, and so the part of the chicken, there's different parts of the chicken that are going to be higher in fat versus higher in protein and chicken breast is going to be the highest protein part of the chicken that you can eat. Whereas something like the thigh or the wing might be higher in fat versus protein. And that doesn't mean that there's more fat than protein. It just means that compared to the chicken breast, you're going to find more pro um, protein, I'm sorry, more fat in that thigh or wing um, than you would in the chicken breast. That's also white meat versus dark meat. But um, chicken's really great. There's so much you can make with it, honestly. You can incorporate it with some 
whole grain pasta make yourself um some spaghetti or something like that or you can just have that um chicken breast with some rice um vegetables you can put on a salad there's just so much you can do with it because chicken goes with almost anything um the next thing is turkey i love ground turkey and that is because it's so easy to make you just pop it out of the package throw some salt pepper on it um honestly i usually use more seasonings than that but some people don't like as much seasoning as i do and um you can incorporate that with a lot of stuff same as chicken i've even added ground turkey to scrambled eggs and made a scrambleable that you could find at a restaurant or whatever something like chick-fil-a but um that's really good Another thing that is good with it is like having ground turkey, putting taco seasoning on that, making like taco bowl, or like putting it on nachos or whatever, and that's a good alternative. Um, beef tends to be a little bit higher in fat in my opinion. I find that there's more like fat coming off of it, but that's also depending on the amount of lean um, beef that you get. Some might get, it's cheaper, but some might get like a... Um, excuse me, at 75, 25, or some might get the best option is I try to stay at at least 85, 15, um, and it's a little bit more expensive, but sometimes you might find a good sale on it, um, and that's usually when I buy it, but, um, definitely the more leaner version of whether you get beef or, um, turkey is gonna be the better option for you, um, and then steak, I don't have a specific cut of steak. I try to find one that doesn't have um, a lot of fat on it or a lot of marbling, as they call it, which is a lot of, it, it gives a very delicious, juicy steak, but it's also a little bit more fat. And you'll notice that when you cook it. Um, and that's basically when it's, it gives a marbled look, the meat and the fat ratio on the cut of meat. Um, but something that's good, maybe a sirloin, or um, something along those lines that's not going to be as high in fat, but that's just good, just sauteing it in a pan, grilling it, um, cooking it on the grill, whatever you want to do, um, and super delicious, high in protein. Again, going to be a little bit higher in fat just because you don't want a dried steak, but every now and then it's really good um, red meat for you, and I don't know about you guys, but I like my steak to be a little bit medium rare. Um, I definitely like the center to still be red. Um, if you prefer it to be well done and you like chewing on your food, you know, I guess to each their own, but that's not for me. <laughs> um, anyways, and the last thing that I want to talk about is Fairlife. Fairlife is a great brand if you are looking for, um, a higher protein milk to maybe add to cereal or if you're just wanting to drink a protein shake they have so many different flavors and there's different types they have a elite um like protein drink and then they also have a nutritional plan i believe it's called which is the ones that i get um the elite protein one i don't think i've tried that one before they have a few more flavors on that one but I believe it's 26 grams of protein. I'm not sure. 
I looked at their website right before this, but I'm just going off the one that I've actually had, which is the vanilla, the chocolate, and the strawberry of the Nutritional Plan one, which is the um, 30, milli 30 grams, I don't know why I keep saying milligrams, 30 grams of protein in it. Um, they're very good. It's super comparable to like a regular sugar-filled um, strawberry milk or chocolate milk, but it's just so much more beneficial. And if you're wondering what sweetener they use, I believe they're using sucralose, um, stevia, and monk fruit. Um, that was just one of the flavors that I looked at. It could vary versus um, vary um, on certain flavors, but... Anyways, you should definitely check them out, and they have regular milk too that you can buy in like a half gallon. It's going to be a bit more expensive, but it's a lot um, cleaner for you than um, a sugar-filled chocolate milk or vanilla milk or whatever. And um, yeah, so those are a few of my favorite weekly um, protein things that I like to add into my diet, and I just feel like it gives me a little bit of variety with what I eat, and um definitely check out Fairlife. Um, and something else that I would recommend if you're looking for a protein powder to use, I've tried a few different ones and one that I'm kind of stuck on now, kind of going through their flavors, is Dimatize or ISO 100. And I've tried their Cookies and Cream, their Fruity Pebbles Cake Batter one, and the next one I'm wanting to try is their um, Fudge Brownie, I believe it's called. Um, they're very good. The protein's good, calories um, to the protein is good, um, ingredients seem pretty clean. It has a good flavor to it and mixes really well. And um, I've made so much different things with that. And I can definitely make an episode about talking about different recipes you can make with protein powder, whatever kind you want to use. Um, and I'll definitely share the recipes that I've tried with that. But that is gonna wrap up the um, protein episode. So. Again, we went over what a protein is, what it does, um, the importance of it, what happens if we don't have enough of it, some of my favorite um, proteins that I have, and some of my favorite protein foods that I eat on a weekly basis. So, next week, we are going to cover the last macro, which is fat. Um, not as excited about that one as I was with carbs and protein, especially protein, um, but we're going to cover it just so you guys can have a well-rounded knowledge of the macros and looking at good versus bad and what they do for you so you can understand why they're so important for your diet. So, my name is Mariah. If you don't know, thank you for joining me on Elevated. Until next time.